Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm excited to introduce my next guest. She's Dee Elliott from Deck Mentoring here in Irvine, California. And Dee and her company, Deck, provide formal, structured mentoring programs for corporations who want to move their employees up their track quickly. They save time and money by using this process. And people become better versions of themselves through this program. And Dee's also a leader of a very important local group, and we're going to talk to her about what they have coming up. So, Dee, welcome to the show, and thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure, Dee. Tell us a little bit about yourself and deck mentoring and um, just a little flavor of your background. Yeah. Well, I'm a native California, third generation, which is a little unusual, mm-hmm. and a graduate of the University of Southern California. I'm married to Mark, a restaurateur and owner of the Summit House Restaurant in Fullerton, and we have two children. My business success spans about 28 years. I've worked in sales, marketing, training, regional positions, operations, and management. And so that's a little background on me. And I always loved in all of those positions doing the training and mentoring part, which led me to the job I have today. And I now do it full-time through deck mentoring. And 15 years ago, I was actually asked to create a mentoring program for a large national nonprofit organization. And I started researching both for-profit and nonprofit organizations and found that very few, if any, had any formal matching and no structure whatsoever. So I worked with psychologists, coaches, and technology gurus, and we created our matching process, which has a 96% success rate. And then with my team, built the program itself, which lasts for nine months and has several touch points throughout the program. So for 15 years now, we've been providing accelerated results for companies which are both authentic and sustainable. And I love uh, working in this industry. It's my great pleasure to work in the mentoring field because it truly represents the very best of human endeavors, I think. You know, the mentors are motivated by the altruistic desire to help another person, and the mentees see the potential for an enhanced future. So it's a lot of fun. I get to see people become better versions of themselves. That's that's fantastic. And we are in a very important time period where a lot of the baby boomer workforce is starting to think about their their final years when they're going to perhaps retire, rewire their lives and mm-hmm. uh, and move on. And they need to transfer a lot of information that they have in their brains to younger people. So it's very important to have a formal structure, I would think, in, in this uh, in this day and age, especially, D. Yeah, absolutely. And I think knowledge transfer is key in our mentoring programs, you know, um, and and then the synergy that two people have together that they wouldn't have alone. And and in those programs, you know, I think what the corporations look for is they want to move people up a track quickly. Everybody's so darn busy today. And so we actually train the executives to be mentors, and they're the busiest of all in the companies typically, and, and they're the warriors, so they're trying to get things done. And so we teach them how to not be as directive and be a little bit more surfacing, a little more questioning, and uh, try to have that mentoring conversation, if you will. 
So our, our structured program allows for not only the matching, which starts them out for success, but also for group meetings to be sure our pairs are on track and, and guidelines. And it's just um, really exciting for me because most of the mentors come out of the program saying they got just as much, if not more, out of it. I think everyone loves helping other people and seeing other people grow. So whether it's the Irvine Company or the Federal Home Loan Bank, which we work with, you know, we ensure that the mentees do things like increase productivity, become better communicators, are more promotable, understand the culture better, and those are things that can happen very quickly when you have a mentoring program, mentors that work at it, and uh, a lot of follow-up to make sure everybody's staying on track. Now, have you worked with any companies that have tried to do this themselves without a formal track or accountability? And if so, what did you hear from them, and, and uh, how did they find it was different in working with uh, with you and, and having a track to run on? You know, that's a really good question, Bill, because I meet people all the time that say, oh, our company has a mentoring program, but it's not very good. And so I will contact the people that are in charge of it, and they really don't have a clue what's going on in the program down below. They think that everything's fine, but they don't have any sort of follow-up or assessment. And so that's really a difference, I think, in our program. And they don't have any matching process. They just match randomly and arbitrarily. And so that in itself makes it very, very poorly structured. And I've talked to a lot of companies, some of my current clients, that said we tried to do it, but it just didn't work, and we didn't have anybody to work it and follow up. And so, yeah, that happens all the time. And I think that, uh, you know, the things that set us apart are that we look at mentoring as a strategic leadership tool. So we have a lot of mentees come into the program because, you know, it definitely supports recruitment and retention goals. But we have mentees come into the program that are top performers that want a clear path in their company and yet they aren't seeing it. And several of these mentees will end up saying, I was ready to leave the company because I didn't see anything. And then when I got into the mentoring program that DEC provided, I was able to see that clear path and really know which way I was going and try different things and bounce different things off of my mentor. And so it really, really helps for the top performers, I think. And and it drives inclusion by promoting diversity of thought and style. We don't want people to be in the same areas. In fact, we'd rather they weren't because we like them to see a different perspective. And then I think it, it definitely develops, you know, uh, leadership talent and bench strength. And then performance, cultural assimilation, all those things set us apart because we focus directly on the things that the company wants to measure and that the company wants improvement in. And so, therefore, overall, it strengthens their competitive advantage in the marketplace. And then one of the really cool things that was kind of a, a bonus for me when I started this in the corporate world was that the key executive that hired me um, gets to find out what I'm hearing from all the people, which is a great cross-section of the company. So we see the undercurrent of the company. We see if there's a trust issue in the company, if there's a change management issue, if people are wondering what the culture is and and why it's going in five different directions. So that was kind of a little bonus because those top executives that hire us don't usually get the truth from from the people below them uh, all that much about the overall company undercurrent. 
that so-called water cooler knowledge is very important to management of a company, <laughs> and it's really telling them what's uh, how the tribal drums are beating, right, as far as right. uh, they, they need to know those things in advance. Now, let me ask you a question, because you've been at this for a while, and what I'm sure you've learned a thing or two along the way. How are you seeing communications changing, say, with with different generations like the millennials who tend to look more for value out of their work and workplace um, but tend not to say, well, yeah, I'll stay here until I get the gold watch and the pension mm-hmm. plan. Well, I think that's the same everywhere. And one of the nice things about our program is that we blend generations. And we say in our program it's mentee-driven, mentor-guided. And so the mentee really drives it, and so the, the millennials love that. They want to be able to drive their careers and their paths. And we talk a lot about the different um, value systems in the work area, about how the millennials are the ones that want to see value. They want to know what their companies are doing for the community. They're, They're just about so many different things, and I think good things. And so I think that's why our mentors, who may have been around for a while and worked through a different generation, are gaining just as much from the mentees. So you make a good point. That's fascinating stuff. We're going to turn the corner here for a second, but before we do, I want to mention that your website is D-E-E-D-Elliot, with two T's, consulting.com, and our listeners can call you for a free consultation that if they want to learn how mentoring could be a tool for leadership in their organization? Absolutely, absolutely, okay. or they can call, yeah. Okay, let's turn the corner for a second. Now, you are also, okay. uh, you are the uh, president at Nowbo, Orange County, the National Association for Women Business Owners, which is an incredible, fantastic group. And I understand Orange County is a model group for the for the U.S. Yes, we're the largest chapter currently. We just all got back from uh, our Propel conference in, in uh, Sacramento where we get to meet with our legislators and talk about the issues that small businesses and women particularly are having as business owners. And um, we've got about 5,000 members with our members, affiliates, and partners throughout the area. And we help women entrepreneurs learn, grow, and advance, basically, is what we do. We do this for our members through our many programs and meetings. We have an education program where we bring subject matter experts in to give workshops on various topics. Uh, I brought the DEC mentoring program there several years ago, and that's been going for about 12 years now, I think. I lost track. And, um, you know, we help both new and established business owners take their businesses to the next level through the programs that we provide. We have um, a peer advisory board, which is very similar to a Vistage. I heard you talking to the Vistage gentleman last, and it's a great way to have a little mini board of directors. And for some of our members at NABO who are solopreneurs, you know, they need that because they don't have a big board in their companies. And, and when you're at the top, it gets pretty lonely. So it's nice to have all that feedback. So we do programs like this all the time. Um, and, and, of course, you know, what women have to go through to make it in business is not easy sometimes. We're still not making as much money for doing the same thing. Um, and that's why so many women have come to NABO because they've either gotten tired of the corporate world and decided that they wanted to um, start their own thing uh, or they reached a plateau and couldn't get any further. Um, or we have some of them that have been in corporate forever and just said, I'm going to do my own thing now. And so uh, they come in, and then we have port- 
corporate partners that support our programs, that give us sponsorship money so that we can support all of these programs and continue to offer what we do for all women in need of guidance, education, and training. So that's uh, kind of NABO in a nutshell. <laughs> it's it's a fantastic organization. It really is. And we are all for everything that is pro-business because we believe that that business owners are the real heroes in our country, in our economy. And so uh, what would you say to a corporation who's wondering if they should put money into supporting um, women's business owner organization? What what reasons would you give them to do that? Well, I think the number one reason is exposure to the largest women's organization, not only in Orange County, but to our 5,000 women network of NABO nationwide. Um, they'll get, you know, real-time data on what's happening in the business communities for women and how, you know, the legislators are processing laws that affect all of us, so there's a lot of that. Um, but the exposure, I think, is key. And then, you know, they get exposure at our monthly meetings when they donate sponsorships to us, our, our Remarkable Women Gala, our website, our social media. We're all over the place. And then, you know, a lot of them come for the give back because they want to help develop women leaders for the future. And a lot of people say, well, we give to the heartstring causes, you know, the Make-A-Wish or the Abused Children, and all those are fabulous causes. But guess what, Bill? We're the women who are running them usually. And most of the people on our board or on other boards and many people in NABO are the ones that are on those nonprofit boards already. And then, you know, with 56% of all new businesses being started by women today and over 86% of all buying decisions being made by women, who wouldn't want to get in front of us, right? Oh, it's a very dynamic group. And it, it is a group of leaders, as you say. And so anybody who is is into... Uh, seeing great results from a great group and uh, 5,000 members—that is nothing to uh, to to. That's a fantastic achievement. That is fantastic. Now you have a Thanks. golf tournament coming up, and it'll be a fundraiser for you for young right. uh, business entrepreneurs. Tell us a little bit about that. It's May 21st, I think. Correct. That's right. That's right. It's May 21st. It's a Tustin Ranch Golf Club. Starts at three o'clock and includes golf, um, prizes, a reception, and it's time for us to raise some money. So we're looking for sponsors to help support it. And they can play golf or they don't have to. They can just come and sponsor us or they can come to the reception if they'd like. They'll find out a little bit about NABO, who we are, why we matter to the greater good of our community. And, you know, we're looking for title sponsors and all kinds of sponsors. They can go to our website at www.nabo-oc.org. That's N-A-W-B-O-O-C.org to our events section and learn about it. And, uh, you know, we're looking for people to become corporate sponsors on an annual basis, too, to keep our organization thriving. So we invite everyone who's interested to come. So if you're a local business owner here in Orange County or even L.A. or surrounding counties and you want to get more involved with business owners in Orange County, why wouldn't you get involved with, with NABO uh, and their their golf tournament coming up May 21st? A great opportunity to have some fun, play a beautiful golf course, and also mm -hmm. support uh, an organization that is really helping uh, our economic development here in Orange County and helping women who are who are taking the bull by the horns, getting out there, getting into business, helping them to develop and learn more about how to create thriving businesses. It's it's all good. So it's a fantastic. Yes, it is. It's a really fantastic. Well, we're very pleased to promote that um, golf uh, tournament for you, Dee, and I'm really happy that you came onto the show and talked with us today about it. 
Okay, um, thanks so much for having me, Bill. I, yeah, I look forward to having you on the show again because I think we talk more about mentoring and, and succession and planning. It's, it's a fantastic topic. So, again, thanks so much for joining us. Okay, take care. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 